Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. Stupid people are dumb. Baby, my heart's on fire. But I know. If you refuse me, honey, you'll lose me. Then you'll be left alone. But oh, baby, Tell me I'm your own. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robin! <laughs> that was lovely. Hello, welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I am Ben, the baby brother, and your sunshine into Gotham. I'm Jake, I'm the Miller brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week. And I'm Aaron, I'm the oldest out of us, and you're listening to, and I produce this and you're listening to the Brotherhood of Batman podcast, a podcast of three very different brothers who read Batman books in some whacked out continuity order and have themed beverages and do Batman related uh, things. So thanks for tuning back in. This is, uh, I'm going last. This is my Elseworlds uh, book this week. And we're kind of throwing this in because there's a lot of craziness going on in this else world that we all are currently living in. So I think this is a appropriate time to have us a conversation around one book. And what we read is Batman Elmer Fudd, uh, which was uh, a single issue um, that came out, I believe it was last year. I didn't, I got to look at the book cover of the book, but Jake, did you have any, any research on that or anything? Uh, no, I didn't write down the date because it was your Elseworlds. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whenever it came out. Yeah, it, it was about a year ago, about uh, sometime in 2017, 18. Uh, okay, yeah. That, that is two to three years ago, Jacob. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. What, what year are we in? It was in October of 17. Is when it okay, so I was right. <laughs> yeah, close enough. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, that's what we read this week. And the beverage... Uh, that I am going to be having you guys make in a second here is uh, you are going to have a timer of three minutes, gentlemen. And you need to go to your kitchens and you need to make a beverage that includes a clear spirit and an orange liquid of some sort. You have three <laughs> Oh, no. Go. <laughs> this beverage is called or Hunting Wabbits. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> <laughs> so anything I want? Anything you want. You got three minutes. You got three I don't minutes. need three minutes. I'm almost done. Oh, well, that's not fun. <laughs> I started from upstairs, too. I ran down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I hear Ben. Are we not making our beverages? What a maroon. <laughs> what an ignoramus. <laughs> I am making my Oh, I have a microphone in the living room. I'll be back. Sorry, right. loser. He is a loser. <laughs> We're already done. Do, 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 do. Do what? No, I'm, I'm getting my mixer. Uh, what is this? Is this what I want? I think this is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah, a minute. Do I get a prize for beating him? Um, sure, since we're not allowed to see each other, yeah, you get the prize. <laughs> I won, I'm done, I'm heading back upstairs. 
All right. So what is this is called? We're hunting webbits. We're hunting webbits. So you want Fantastic. to for your beverage. So mine, mine is an orange juice with tequila in it. I feel like that has a special name. Um, I don't know, but I don't drink screwdrivers, which is orange juice and vodka. And those are my only two liquids I had okay. to choose from. Gotcha. Yeah, screwdrivers and I don't mix very well. Yes. Mmm, tasty. So we lost Jake. That's fine. <laughs> Jake, you're out what of time. Did, what did you make, Erin? What did I make? I made mm-hmm. uh, orange soda and vodka. Ooh, orange soda sounds delish. Yeah, it's, uh, we'll see. I like orange Is soda. It, what kind of vodka? Um, Smithworks. Hmm. I mean, just like flavorless vodka? Uh, vodka flavored. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All of my vodkas are like fun flavors, so I don't, I'm not used to just like vodka, vodka. It tastes like a melted uh, otter pop. An a otter melted, pop? Melted orange, like squeezed popsicle, you know, those plastic tubes. Mm, yes, delicious. I approve. Oh. Jake, or did you get back, Jake? <laughs> he, he tripped in the kitchen. He's just unconscious on the floor. <laughs> there. I think everything's ready. What? Jake. <laughs> So how are you, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> Is your family downstairs amusing themselves? Uh, I'm back. I'm mixing. What did you make? Whew. I'm out of breath. I thought this was a race, and I'm up here with a warm beverage because I thought that we had a we limited did. amount of time. Three minutes, right? <laughs> I'm not the one to complain, Mr. Weffley, but I thought you said no what stuff. What? Yeah, but I only needed 45 seconds. Okay, mine didn't come out orange. Oh. It's more pink. Is that points against me? <laughs> what did you make? Oh. Okay, I'm done. All right. Good deal. Well, I grabbed uh, some vodka. I grabbed some grenadine. I grabbed some lemon cello. Cello? Lemon cello? Lemon cello? I don't know what it's called. Uh, And I grabbed some orange liqueur. I was hoping the lemon alcohol and grenadine would mix to make orange, but it ended up more pink. Um, I'm going to taste it right now. Um, And he he didn't follow the directions real well. There's something squirrely around here. Uh, t- he didn't. You were no. supposed to grab a clear. You were supposed to grab something orange and something clear, and that was supposed to be all you. Oh made. well, I didn't have anything orange, so I thought I could mix a red and a yellow and make <laughs> orange. <laughs> oh, yeah, grenadine is a powerful color. That's for And then I, I I grabbed orange to liqueur orange. to help with the the oranginess of it. Uh, it's actually very delicious. It tastes like a dreamsicle. Mm. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm. Mine tastes like orange juice with tequila in it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Because that's what it is. So, brothers, what has been new in this exciting world we live in? Stop talking about comic books or what do you think you're doing, nerd? Stop spending all Geek. Geek. 
Batman. I'm the Batman of geeks, bitch. So I actually came up with a new title for this segment. We normally call it Week in Geek, but for the current time period of 2020, I would like to call this section Corona Vi and Cry, where we discuss what we've been doing in our quarantine sections and if there's anything geeky that we've been doing to amuse yeah. ourselves. Uh, no, um, I well, geeky-wise, I had my birthday... Uh, last week and got some batman related items i got the uh nightwing statue that goes with the batman one Ooh. i got around christmas uh, oh nice so that's cool and then i got some uh volume 11 of tom king's run uh so i think i have almost all of those now except for the one that's not out um got the uh revenge of the dish best served cold uh t-shirt from the animated series a lot of Batman. Fantastic. Responses. Sounds like a very good Batman birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have <laughs> been trying to keep my geek on in this quarantine. Um, my older son uh, started his spring break with us before the quarantine started and has been with us since then. So he and I have been playing some Warhammer, which was a lot of fun. I think I talked about that where I was getting back into painting the the miniatures, and then I wanted to actually play the game. So we sat down and figured out the rules and, and played a game. Um, it's insane how big of a game that is. We played a very limited, like, 80-point battle, and it took us, like, two hours. <laughs> and, and normal battles are, like, a 1,000 points. So uh, there's a lot... How many figures did you have uh, with only so 80 points? So I'm playing points? Space Marines. So I had seven figures with 80 points. And he he's playing Orcs. Oh he had 11. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, like oh, a thousand yeah. points. Well, once you get into the game a little bit further, you start adding like tanks and vehicles and bigger guns and everything. But we were just doing a, we're going to play the most simple version of the rules and figure it out as we go. And it, it was a ton of fun. I, I know the three of us have all played like hero clicks and stuff together. And it was, I mean, you can tell where all those other games got the idea from. I mean, this game has been around for so long. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds and, you know, being trapped inside and playing a game that takes two hours doesn't feel like all that bad right now. Like, <laughs> we have plenty of time to spend. So <laughs> I am on my fifth or sixth season of survivor but i don't remember which how many at this point um re-watching old seasons of that and uh, putting together a lot of jigsaw puzzles i just finished my um 1100 piece looney tune puzzle which i thought would be topical to bring up uh for today's episode so that's how I've been amusing myself survivor so, and Ben, if I remember puzzle. right you have a DC superhero like it's like a like a 400 oh, character yeah. like s widespread menagerie <laughs> puzzle right I mean it's not it's like it's like probably like 52 characters but it is it's a thousand piece puzzle and that was one of them that I did probably like a week and a half two weeks ago um because we've been, that's about the amount of time we've been locked up, and that was one of the first ones I did. Yeah, that puzzle is awesome. It, it's like a, a moment in time, because most of those characters either aren't wearing those outfits anymore, or they've died three times since that puzzle came out, or 
there's just like other characters that are more important. Like it's there, it's really interesting. It was made the time on the box. Oh yeah, like that moment in time is. But some of the that moment in time is definitely 1998. <laughs> like it's a very specific time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Lobo's taking up a big corner, and there's like all these really bad outfits, and like it, yeah, it, it's very 97, <laughs> 98. So okay. that was fun. Um, well, yeah. Maybe I'll post a picture of my DC puzzle on our Instagram, the Brotherhood of Batman on Instagram. Yeah, that would be a good idea. We could also uh, follow us on Twitter uh, HD Batman or send us an email at Brotherhood of Batman at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. I've uh, personally been a little busy in the quarantine trying to get things taken care of uh, and have been a little lack on posting Facebook stuff. But you can find it at the Brotherhood of Batman podcast on Facebook. And we do uh, have a list of all the books that we've read up there. We do try to post pictures to uh, a lot of our social media. Um, and before we move out of this segment, you know, all these geeky things have been very fun. We hope everybody is safe and healthy and we appreciate you guys listening to us and coming back um we hope we can entertain you a little bit during this time that's you know there's not a lot of fun and a lot of smiles going on so uh we're gonna get goofy we're gonna talk about some pretty silly books this week and i hope that helps alleviate a little bit of what's going on I think my favorite thing about the quarantine and recording, like we're all in our own individual houses right now, is you guys can't see my eyes roll back constantly, so I can just sit here. Oh no! (laughs) I can feel it. I can. Yeah, we can hear it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, Aaron. Greatest thing about the about recording from separate locations is I'm just reading a magazine about Survivor, and you guys can't stop me or see what I'm doing. Just kidding. Well, I'm sure we'll get about the same amount of participation, Ben. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. So about uh, the book we read. Yeah, the book we read was uh, Batman Elmer Fudd, and it's like, uh, did you guys read the entire thing? You read the cartoon at the end. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, So the main story is written by Tom King. Uh, which I thought mm-hmm. was great. it is takes place in um, a bar called Porky's, and you have Elmer Fudd who is on a hunt for a rabbit, and the rabbit is actually Bugs, who is the nickname of kind of this low-level goon or this guy that uh, stole a woman, or he thought Elmer thought killed Elmer's girlfriend. Uh, and then we end up being told that Bruce Wayne was involved, and so it becomes Elmer going after Batman, uh, or Bruce Wayne, and then them teaming up in uh, the story to to get bugs and to figure out what's going on. Uh, so that's the main story, and then there is a, a cartoon uh, at the end that is Bugs Bunny and uh, Batman and Elmer Fudd, and that's pretty terrific as well. Yes, Ben. Aaron, I was going to say, this is my favorite Elseworlds <laughs> that you've picked so far. <laughs> I don't know how you could hate this book, Ben, because it's, you know, the first page, like, my one of my favorite things about this is the way that Tom King wrote it, and you can hear the, the lisp and the accent of Elmer Fudd in the writing and in the way the story's told. 
Um, All the W's that oh, are thrown into everything. Yeah, my first note is opening line written in Elmer's lisp sold like <laughs> he's walking through the rain and it's this downtrodden like gotham that you weren't expecting reading an elmer fudd story the line is sometimes the wane comes down so hard you forget you'll ever been dry <laughs> and it's <laughs> i'm like what the heck? Did you guys? what the hell is this I, book that i'm reading <laughs> Oh, I, I read this, like, months ago. I bought it when I was reading uh, stuff online about, like, the best single issues that were reviewed. And I was like, uh, yeah, let's check it out. And then I, I read that first page. And I was like, if this whole thing is like this, this may be the greatest thing I've ever read. The way it, like, uh, I'm hunting wabbits. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> Which he throws in periodically. Um which I thought, yeah, I thought the writing was, was great. So kudos to did Tom. You, did either of you have trouble understanding? Like, I actually had to read parts of it quietly out loud to myself because it, there were a couple lines where I was like, I don't know what he's trying to say until I actually spoke it out loud. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I did the same I thing. I had moments like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and as soon as I did it out loud, I'm like, oh, that's what's going on. And um, Which part? <laughs> uh, just a couple of Elmer's lines. Uh, they were... You know, writing in the 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 lisp and the way he talks, it was a little hard to translate, um, just visually. And so once you start sounding it out and reading the whole dialect, <laughs> I. But then I found myself just reading most of the book out loud, and I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, Jake and I are not as smart as you, Aaron. So we stupidly had to read it out loud for ourselves. <laughs> so so there's a. Elmer comes in the bar and he first meets up with Bugs and Bugs says, I think I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Uh, and then Elmer tries to repeat Albuquerque and he's got Albuquerque or something. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> Part yeah, so they're all humanized. So Porky, who owns Porky, this seedy little bar, is he's he's not a pig. He's just a round-headed man, and he's got an upturned nose. He kind of looks a little piggish, and but he still right. he still has it a was, stutter. And mm-hmm. they they did that with so many cool of the characters. Finding, yeah, mm-hmm. all the cameos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they did great on that. Did you see like the sign? At Porky's, what some of the uh, the, the items for sale are? And did you notice that it says tonight at Porky's you've got WC and the Roadrunner, so it'd be Wiley e. Coyote and the Roadrunner playing. Oh, nice! <laughs> and the specials are Hoss and Pfeffer, which is always mentioned in the cartoon as a uh, stewed rabbit. Yeah, and yep. then uh, Upper and Buckatash. <laughs> <laughs> I really nice, nice. I was definitely focusing on all the the cameos. You have you have Tweety Bird, who's like this guy telling dirty jokes about women. <laughs> is is that what you guys thought he was doing too? Yeah, because he kept talking about the putty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have Foghorn and Yosemite Sam. Yosemite's a biker, right. and Taz is getting into bar fights and. But they're all like versions of you know humanized versions of it. I I didn't know. Did you guys oh, go ahead, Ben? I was gonna ask if you guys caught the guy with the white striped hair for Pepe Le Pew. No, I missed that uh, one. 
Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he got any lines, but there, it's one of the big group shots. You see the back of his head, and he's got a white stripe going down his hair. <laughs> oh, nice. That's great. I, I really didn't know what to expect when we started. I mean, I knew that there were these Elseworld stories where, and this is just one of several where the DC superheroes cross over with the Looney Tunes, and they're all owned by Warner Brothers, so it actually kind of seems silly that this hasn't happened beforehand, right? Like, it seemed, uh-huh. in, you know, 2017, and this is when they're doing it. But um, I had no idea, like... If you asked me to team somebody up with Batman, my first choice would not have been Elmer Fudd. Like, I... no, I, I didn't think so either when uh, I first heard of the book. But the way they have him portrayed, and it's going after a love interest. What's her name? Silver Saint Cloud. Silver Saint Cloud. Where he thinks that Bugs tells him that. Bruce Wayne was responsible for killing him, and so Elmer goes after Wayne at a at a gala in Wayne Manor, of course. So, a gala. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Silver Saint Cloud is the is the driving force behind poor um, behind Elmer Fudd wanting to kill Bugs. He thinks that Bugs killed his girl, Silver Saint Cloud. And then Bug is she inspired from somebody? Uh, she's not inspired. She she's she's a straight up Batman love interest that we completely skipped over in our continuity. Oh, oh really? Yeah. So she's uh she is a late Silver Age, early Bronze Age, uh, love interest for Batman <laughs> who is really important. The Bronze Age. <laughs> who's really important in like two storylines, but then like completely disappears post crisis. And so with our reading kind of trying to be a post-crisis version of Batman, I decided not to include her in it. But if, uh, if you're interested, you can go back and read Strange Apparitions and Dark Detective. Very, very good books. Very well written. They, uh, they examine the, the Batman trying to have a relationship as Bruce Wayne and be Batman at the same time. Uh, dynamic, really. We're not interested, Jake. It'll be a pleasure, believe me. <laughs> well, the- <laughs> I was just too bad. <laughs> you what? I was just waiting for you to tell him that we were interested. <laughs> I was waiting for him to take a breath so I could. <laughs> well, that's why it wasn't in the timeline, assholes. So. <laughs> I appreciate that shortened timeline. Yeah. But yes, Aaron, I I applaud your book choice. It was very fun. Um. It was quick, and it was a nice break from all the craziness. I did think it was very, like, I forgot that we were reading it, so when I was doing the Looney Tune puzzle, I was not thinking about it, and then I got oh, the book, and I, I'm i glad that I'd done the puzzle, because I, I feel like having stared at all those characters for so long helped me catch a lot of the cameos that I might have missed, because I haven't really watched the Looney Tunes in God knows how long. Yeah. So. No, I got you. Yeah, but I thought it was, I mean, we're not at reviews yet, but... Um, I thought the art was really well done in here to take these cartoonish characters and give them, you know, life as real people. Like you, he bugs is probably his nickname because of his giant front teeth, um, mm-hmm. stutter and the other things going on and the stature of, of people in the book. And, um, you know, I, I thought it was just well done in that, in that sense, along with the, the writing was, I thought spot on. 
uh lee weeks the guy who did the the tom king portion or the 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 batman gotham portion of it he ended up doing the follow-up issues to uh the tom king's run uh it was 51 through 53 i think it's the uh it, it, right after the the failed wedding and batman has it's like three issues in a courtroom um a jury selection where Bruce Wayne is part of the jury for Mr. Freeze. And so Lee Weeks, uh, really, really strong with like facial expressions and, and different f- body shapes and different body types. And it really is played off really well in those Batman issues where you see a lot of different kinds of Gothamites sitting there with Bruce Wayne, who we all know is Batman. And they don't. They just think he's this playboy. And re- really fun story drawn really, really strongly by uh, Weeks. So. Something I found really interesting about the book um, that kind of, I guess it sort of goes with the art. I was reading it and, you know, Elmer's carting around this gun, which he always has in the Looney Tunes. But in the Looney Tune world, it's like comical, like anvils can land on your head and you're fine. So I was like, oh, I wonder, this is going to be more like, grown up, like a more grown up Looney Tunes. So I actually flipped to the cover to look at the rating on the book and it is rated T for teen. So I was kind of curious as I was reading the darker side of it. Well, yeah, I mean, Elmer uh, Fudd breaks into the gala to, to assassinate Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, he, he shotgun shoots him in front of 300 people. Yeah. And he doesn't break in. Alfred lets him. Oh, in. that's, that's right. You're right. <laughs> Because he, he's a he's a limo driver for people that were at the party or for whoever, so he goes back and uh, just lays out Bruce, which I guess Bruce must be wearing body armor underneath uh, he, or something. He must be right. Yeah. I mean, he... <laughs> I like the idea of Fud like putting on a different costume and pretending to be somebody else. Like I feel like that's a really Looney Tune kind of gimmick. We're like, oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. dress up as a bellman, or I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put on a, you mm-hmm. know, Bugs Bunny wore dresses all the damn time, or you know, something like that, where right. it's mm-hmm. it's super obvious to all of us in the know, but you know, the rest of the characters in the world don't have an idea. Mm-hmm. So I, I right. thought that was really well. I they they did such a good job of it, both feeling like a Batman story and feeling like a Looney Tunes cartoon uh, at the right. same time. What are some of the other crossovers you mentioned? Were they all done at, like, the DC with the Warner Brothers characters? Were they all done around the same time, or is this something that's just kind of been happening yeah, over the years? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure there were two series. They're all limited edition, or all limited one, uh, you know, one-issue specials. Uh, so there's Legion of Superheroes with Bugs Bunny. There's Lobo and the Roadrunner. <laughs> there's, <laughs> which, which I have to go find now, like, I have to read that book. Uh, there's Marsh. He probably is trying to kill the Roadrunner, and he probably keeps getting away from it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's make this. Let's change this. Let's make this into a game, real quick. I'll tell you one of the two, and you have to tell me who they're matched up with. So, oh, uh, Martian Manhunter. Uh, Marvin the Martian. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Uh, Superman. Um, well, I know there was a Superman Bugs Bunny that was made like years yeah. ago, so I'm guessing that's not it. No, they, they did do another one. Um, he's oh, the only okay. character. He's the only character that repeats. How about Tasmanian Devil? Who's he matched up with? Flash. 
that would be a good choice, but not right. Oh. That would be a good choice, especially because the Ted Mean Devil dressed like Flash and those McDonald's Happy Meal toys I talked about on the oh. episode. Hey. <laughs> That's great. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah, which the I... The Tasmanian I, Devil? Yeah, Tasmanian Devil and Wonder Woman. That's um, How about Jonah Hex? Who? <laughs> uh, Yosemite Sam. Yep, Yosemite Sam. Jonah Hex, uh, failed Josh Brolin movie. Uh, he's like a an old time western, like when Gotham yeah. was still in the, the the old west. Yeah, you can stop there. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, all right. Hold on, so hold on. hold on. So since we're in our own separate homes, I'm actually in my comic book room, and while we're having a lovely conversation, I looked through my books, and I still have my Superman and Bugs Bunny. There was a four-part miniseries from two, from the year 2000. Oh, and nice. it actually matches up all of the Looney Tunes with the different DC superheroes. It's just called Superman and Bugs Bunny because they're like the two big ones. Sure. But um, yeah. it looks like I only have issues one and three. So that's pretty typical for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, we got four more to do. Uh, who do you think Harley Quinn was matched up with? Ooh. If you guys uh, get this right, I owe you. Happy you No, but that would be amazing. I'd uh, that. Babs Bunny. No, that'd be good too. Uh, Gossamer. I don't even know who the hell Gossamer is. He's like oh, the I'm big Gossamer. red guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. He was right. not. He was not on my puzzle because he was not popular the year the puzzle was made. Because <laughs> <laughs> the puzzle um, has that has hundreds. How about Porky Pig? Mm. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Why Aquaman? I don't know. <laughs> Why Gossamer for Harley? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, uh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think they both want to get rich, right, and be famous. So. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, let's pick... Uh, how about Daffy Duck? Who was Daffy Duck with? Uh, Oh, wait, no, that's Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about now. Uh, who'd you say? Daffy Duck? Yep. Oh, God. Um, Aquaman. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, no, it's Joker. Joker. Oh, oh, see, I keep thinking, like, heroes, but you're throwing out all these villains. I I, don't, I didn't write the damn books. <laughs> oh, wait, oh. All right. And the last one, this one I actually think I'm going to go find the single issue for because I looked at the cover and the cover may be one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Uh, who do you guys think Catwoman was teamed up with? Catwoman. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's also a really good guess. Wiley Coyote? Tweety Bird and Sylvester. And on the cover, she's, like, picking up this really big, fat, white and black cat who has these yellow feathers, like, puffing out of his mouth. That's really cool. Yeah. It's awesome. So, all of these are collected in a trade paperback. You can get them all. um, It's, I think it's called DC Meets Looney Tunes or Looney Tunes Meets DC Comics. Um, They put them all together in one big book. I don't know that they all have the follow-up. So, Aaron mentioned at the beginning of this episode that there's a larger portion of it drawn like a Batman comic and then a shorter portion of it drawn uh, in an animation style. And I don't know that they all have both pieces. 
uh, I haven't seen the trade, but it is out there, and I am going to go get it at some point soon. Can yeah. we uh, can we get into the cartoony portion? Yeah, yeah I look. think I like how the uh, the other story ends though with Bruce and or Batman and Elmer and Bugs all kind of sitting at the bar. And they all order carrot juice, and when it runs out, Porky does the "That's all, folks," which I thought was a great way to end the uh, end the little episode there. Mm-hmm. For so, sure. So what I was you, really worried you were going to make us drink carrot juice, Aaron. I so thought I'm glad. I'm not going. <laughs> we're in quarantine. I can't get carrot juice right now. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, <laughs> That's I'm not an essential. <laughs> <laughs> Although it'd probably still be on the shelf because nobody wants it. <laughs> probably, that's probably. So Ben, what do you? What are your thoughts on the uh, the animated one at the end? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. We got a bunch of robins that showed up. We had uh, <laughs> Elmer was hunting bugs, and then bugs decided that it should be bat season instead of webbit season. So Elmer would try to hunt Batman. It was very very funny. Yeah. Batman yeah. ends up shot in the face about 14 times in the book. Because <laughs> Bugs flips the script, not only flipping the sign over from rabbit season to bat season, he like hauls over this bat signal and calls Batman down into the woods. It was very silly. It was very funny. <laughs> I, I found myself laughing out loud a couple times. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And then Batman trying to convince Elmer Fudd that it's not actually bat season brings in calendar man oh i know <laughs> i thought it was great and he lets go of calendar man he brings him from arkham and calendar man runs off i'm free i'm free <laughs> i just love that like of all the rogues gallery tom king could have picked he puts calendar man in the looney tunes episode <laughs> i was like i you know having read some of the other stuff we know who he is but i'm like who would who would just know that is <laughs> Right. So a kid reading that would be like, oh, there's a guy who dresses in calendars, and that's that's basically Calendar Man. Yeah, you're right. Well, it's kind of like the Condiment King. Like, it's a thing that does exist, but you can just kind of reference it or use him in a different story, and people are like, oh, that's really funny, and I get the joke without even needing to know that it was a real character. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then they, I hope this is not jumping too far ahead, but they, they pull off the perfect bait and switch and make it not just a, a silly... I mean, it's drawn like a, a, a children's cartoon or a children's comic book, but it has that darkness at the very end that Looney Tunes is really well known for and it was mm-hmm. kind of lost in a lot of modern kids' cartoons where Batman and Bugs decide, okay, it's not bat season, it's not wabbit season, it's, uh, it's Robin season. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman dials up all four Robins, and they all come swooping in to help. And Elmer just starts shooting them and chasing them out to the woods. And, <laughs> and Batman's like, "Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's fine." No, yeah, I'm very okay with that. Yeah, ha, ha, wait, ha, 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 wait, ha, ha. <laughs> way too many Robins. <laughs> okay, first of all, first of all. <laughs> No, they'll be okay because Batman got shot in the face. They'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, uh, you guys have anything else big you want to talk about for these books? Uh, well, the end when Batman's going to get his vengeance on Bugs for all of that drama, 
they were like walking off together into the sunset and Batman's like, Oh, I, I know this guy I want to introduce you to. You both like jokes. So I thought that that was pretty hilarious yeah, and dark too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you going to have thugs off by the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Joker would enjoy Bugs' sense of humor and probably would keep him around for a while. So, a little while, yeah. yeah. Would you, uh, so Ben, you said this was your favorite out of the elsewheres that I've chosen. There, there weren't any. <laughs> I mean, you didn't give me a lot of options, Eric. <laughs> true. You only had four. Um. Say so, hello to my tummy gun. But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. That was awesome. Yes. Yes. So what did you think, Ben, overall? What was your review of that? Oh, it was great. Um... I, I wouldn't recommend it to like the youngest of children as there is a bit more adultness going on. But for anyone who enjoys Batman and has a general understanding of the Looney Tunes, I think it's a great read. You should definitely pick it up. Yep. Jake. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Um, as a Batman fan and a, a dark cartoon fan, I, I would immediately go out and buy this single issue for myself Although I want to read the rest of them, so I think I'm going to track down the trade and find out what happens with Lobo and Roadrunner and Catwoman <laughs> and Sylvester. So yeah. I, I'm really intrigued by this book. If if any of them are half as good as this one will was, I'll be I'll be satisfied. So yeah, well, it was my choice, and I uh, I read it and I thought it would be a fun one for us, and I I think it was just well done altogether. The the writing was really funny and really kind of brought to life these characters that were off the cartoon. It made me think of like Space Jam, the movie a little bit. So like the oh, yeah. human world and, and the Looney Tunes world. Uh, but With a get, little bit of Mad Magazine thrown in there. Yes, totally. Yeah. I think if you get a chance to, to find it, it's it's, uh, it's like a $10 trade, a $10 issue. Um, but, you know, it's fun. It's a it's a fun read. Definitely worth worth the book, uh, worth the pickup if you find it. And I, I think I might have to look for that uh, that whole that whole collected trade too. Yeah, for sure. It seems like it'd be worth it because some of these are really exciting. <laughs> I'm just reading over the list again. Sorry. <laughs> no. All right. So we hope everybody is safe and healthy. Uh, if you have time on your hands and you're reading along with us, uh, we want you guys to go out and check out the next book that we are reading. Um, Don't go out. Stay in your house. <laughs> oh yeah, that that's right. <laughs> There's nowhere to go. Look it up. Um, First of all, Jake says, if you have time on your hands. We all have time on our hands, Jake. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good what at this Jake nice What Jake is trying thing. to say is the next books we're reading are Batman 455 through 457. It's a Robin story. Do you at least know what it's called, Jake? Can you put that two cents in? Yeah, it's actually called Identity Crisis, which if you go and look up DC Comics Identity Crisis, you're going to get something else. So this is <laughs> definitely look for Batman 455 through 457. It's collected in a trade paperback called uh, A Hero Reborn Robin, or you can find the single issues. They're not hard to find. They're pretty common. Sounds Yay! Good. What did All we right, learn, Aaron? Aaron? It's that time again. 
To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Spin, spin, spin. I'll add all that. Uh, Ben, we uh, we learned um, when does Wobbin season end? (laughs) About midway. Never ends. (laughs) That's not true. We'll 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 swallow enough Wobbin pretty soon and and be able to move on. (laughs) I thought it's all Wobbin. Thanks for listening. I'm Ben, your sunshine in Gotham. Hope you're getting some nice sunshine through your windows. Nice. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I'll clean this mess up or try to. I'm, I'm Jake. I'm the little brother. I didn't write any of the damn books, but I hope you guys are reading them. Uh, we'll see you soon. Oats of bitters, plants, this city's way.